this is Offhand with Steven and Lydia. I am Steven. And I am Lydia. <laughs> and how are you, Puppet Podsters? We, we hope, hope you're, you're doing well. And having a good day. Yes. Or week, or month, all of that. Or minute. Maybe it's just been a good, a good couple minutes. And you can hang on to that, too. That's true. You know, it's sometimes... Have you ever had it where you like you have a day and your mom's like, "How was your day?" and you're like, "It was terrible," and yeah. she's like, "Oh, why?" Like and a start, bummer day. And you start talking about it and you realize that it really was only like the past half hour that was terrible, and the rest of the day was pretty good. Or yeah. it had its ups and downs, but something maybe the last thing that happened was kind of a bummer, and so then it like colors it the whole day. Sticks in your mind. It can go the other way too. Maybe yeah. the last thing that happened was you're like, "This was an awesome day," and then you start thinking about it. And you're like, "Well, that wasn't awesome. Well, that wasn't so awesome. I had ups and downs." Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, get off that tangent. <laughs> no, no, it's totally <laughs> fine because it, it makes sense. We, no matter what kind of day you've had or oh, what kind of yeah. week you've had. Nice segue. We, thanks. Um, we think you're going to have a little fun listening to this podcast. Yeah, hopefully the next 10 or so minutes will be the highlight of your day. That's right. Um, we're, we're sneaking this podcast in at the very end of the month. Yes. Because. I kind of feel bad about a little bit. That we didn't do it sooner? Yeah, because then they couldn't really enjoy the fullness of what I, it is. I know, but we had so many other cool podcasts that we but did. the nice thing is that the thing we're going to talk about does not have to end with the month. Oh, no. It could totally go into May. Even though it is National, National Kite, Kite month. month. April? Your kite usage does not have to end. Definitely May not. is a great time to fly kites. And June. June is a great time to fly kites. July is every time that there is warmth and and wind, wind. and you, right. you can fly a kite. Exactly. So yeah, April is National Kite Month, which is just kind of cool because who doesn't love a good kite? I totally love a kite. It always makes me want to sing the song "Let's Go Fly a Kite" yeah. from Mary Poppins. Me too. I love that part. Oh, so fun. Have you ever tried to make your own kite? I have. Um, it's did it go well? <sighs> Well, not really. Did you make it a uh, paper and string? Yeah, it just doesn't. You can have your own it, set of wings. <laughs> With your feet on the ground, you're a bird in flight. Thank you. With your fist holding tight to the string of a kite. <laughs> that was our Mary Poppins nod. Oh. So yeah, you have it just, made your own? It just wasn't a great experience. It oh. was too hard for me to do. It, uh, did you do it by yourself? Yeah. <gasps> maybe I probably we should, should have asked up. for help. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we could try a different time. We should try again. Yeah. Was this recently? Uh, or like when you were little? Yeah, it was a while ago. So maybe I'm <laughs> a better kite maker now. Because we're way older now. We can probably do it now. <laughs> Back when I was way little. Yeah, when you were a little kid. <laughs> yeah. Um... So, yeah, we wanted to talk about, there are so many different types of kites. Yeah, Lydia and I um, did a bunch of research in honor of National Kite Month, and these are some of the facts that we're going to just share with you guys, but we didn't know all the different types of kites that even existed. Now, when when you say kite, there probably are a couple specific ones that just pop in your head. Yeah. Boom. Like the, like the traditional, or the traditional, but the, um... Classic. Right. Diamond kite. Yes. The most recognizable. With a tail, maybe. Yeah. And it's just shoop up in the air and you see the tails waving. But there are a lot of different kinds, too. Uh, well, there's, um, you, it's almost, it's not hard to find diamond kites now, but it, it they are all a lot of different kinds of kites. Just right. that you can buy, like, at yeah. the dollar store. Yeah. They're, like, shapes and animals yeah. and things like that. Yep. So the, there are those. I think those are called... 
novelty kites, but those can get really crazy cool. Yeah, we saw some really cool, like, unique... I saw a picture of a ship. Yes. I don't know how you fly a ship kite, but... And it wasn't a small it was. ship. It was like no, a it was. big ship. Yeah. And wow. You, it was I mean, really you cool. see... Like dragons. Like if sometimes you see pictures of like a big city and they have this huge f- open field and they have like a kite day and yeah. everybody brings their kites. You see some really big, cool shaped kites. Right. Some of the big ones are actually inflatable. Yeah. Those are a lot of money though. Yeah, they can be expensive. Yeah. Kind of like, I don't, well, probably smaller versions of like, you, like, like you'd see at in a, parade in a parade or like, something. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and you have those, um, well, they're like boxy, kind of. What are those called? They're like... Um, the box kites? Is that what they're called? I think so. Box kites? Yeah. Well, that's easy enough. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they're like boxes. Yeah, they look like a, like a tube, like a like a cube. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, no, cellulars. That's oh, that's there. the, I fan- found it that's on the, the fancy name. It says double box kite with wings. Ooh. So if you have a box kite, a double box kite, and it has wings, it's, it's a, a cellular, cellular kite. kite. <laughs> It sounds pretty intense. It does. <laughs> there's, there's sled kites. Yeah. Which look like, sleds. we had to look that up. We're like, oh, what, what is a sled kite? Well, it looks kind of like a s- upside down sled. Kind of, well, yeah. Attached to strings. Yep. And it flies. It does. <laughs> which is cool. There are um, stunt kites. Yeah, those were cool looking. Those are very much like like airplane shape. Or, yeah, the, or boomerang. Yeah, they boomerang. Like, like an boomerang. arrow tip. Right. And they would. I'm sure they do like dives and twists and yeah, yeah, kind of swirleroo things. Swirleroo. <laughs> I, like I don't know. That. It's probably an official di- uh, stunt stunt kite term. term. It probably yeah. is. Swirl-a-roo. And then he's gonna do a swirleroo. Yeah. Followed by a double swirleroo thingamajig. Nice zigzag. And we give that a ten. Woo. Go stunt kite. Uh, there's parafoil kites, which are, which are what they can lift things into the air. So like parasailing, right? Kind of like on the water, but then you go up in the air. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds like fun. I have always thought that. Uh, another kind of it the same kind dangerous. of idea about pulling things or lifting things. Um, there are traction kites, and those yeah. those drag things, drag things over the water. Yeah, or, or ice, snow, or uh-huh. ice. Yep, yeah. Yeah, which is very interesting. And we're going to talk more about some of those as we go. Right. Um, but it's this is really interesting, too, as we were talking, uh, we were researching and discovering kind of the origin of, of kites and where they first started. Um, they are, compared to other man-made things that fly, Yeah, they are pretty ancient, they, they go way back. Yeah, they were invented a long time ago. And um, it's We don't believed, know the exact date or origin. Right. But, we're like you were saying. Yeah, it's believed that they were first flown in China over 2,000 years ago. Yeah. But kite flying happens in many cultures. Yeah. Because China. Uh-huh. And Korea. And India. Yep. Japan. Yep. And Micronesia and, Pol- and the Polynesian Islands, they... And later in in Europe, not right away, but later it kind of caught on in Europe. And then finally America. Yeah, it took us a while to catch up. But that's all thanks to uh, Marco Polo. Who Marco! <laughs> Polo! I found you. <laughs> he brought back the idea. He shared it with us. Yeah, he's like, hey, guess what? There's these, there's these really cool things. Yeah. 
Well, he brought it to Europe. Europe, and then right? Yeah. We had to get it later from someone else. I guess maybe. Maybe yeah. maybe we borrowed it from Europe. Maybe we did. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but we were we were last. But yeah. I still am glad we finally got here because I enjoy a good kite fly. I do too. Uh, it's so relaxing, unless it's not, and then it's kind of stressful. <laughs> but there's a lot of things like that, I guess. <laughs> there. Are I love when something's so relaxing, and then it just turns on. Drastically stressful. <laughs> you know what? They're used for a lot of other things other than fun. That's true, Lydia. Kites are very versatile in they their are. uses. Yes. Um, they're, they were used sometimes in war. Uh-huh. Which, which is, is just kind of weird to think about. Right, yeah. I totally would not oh, have ever guessed We need this thing in this war. Uh, here's a kite. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, but they were useful. Right. Because, let's see, in... The earliest written account was in 200 BC when the Chinese general Han Xin, I don't really know how to say it, flew yeah. a kite over enemy walls to measure how far his army would need to tunnel. That is pretty cool. It's pretty smart. Yeah, that is really smart. Um, in World War II, they were used for enemy observation and signaling. I mean, World War One. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, World War One. I. I got ahead of myself. Yeah, World War Two. They were used for something else. Right. Tell that they were used as uh, they were called barge kites, and they kept airplanes from flying too low yeah. over targets. Yeah, and sometimes pilot lo- pilots that were lost at sea flew kites so they could be found. Oh yeah, those are called target kites. Yeah, I'm which sure makes sense. Those like, there's were... our target. We gotta go pick that guy up. There he is, right there. Yeah, flying his kite in the ocean. That would be kind of scary. I know. I don't think I would probably want to fly a kite in the ocean. But if I wanted to be found, I guess I would. Yeah. Wouldn't be my first choice, though. <laughs> true. <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be my first choice to get lost at all. Well, that's true also. Yeah. They're so brave. But sometimes. Those soldiers. Yeah. They do a lot of really hard, brave things. Yeah. They're also used for science, kites are. Exactly. Yes. They're used a lot for measuring wind and weather. Yep, and we all know that Benjamin Franklin flew one as he was working on his electric electricity idea. Exactly. Figured that out with a kite. Yep, and uh, uh, even the Wright brothers, they um, used them w- with their flying research. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, for aero things. Aerodynamics? Maybe, okay. yeah. Or sh- yes, I don't know what. Maybe it could be structure, like how do we, how do we, how does this work? Yeah, I don't know. How is this going to, is this going to have lift? Ooh. I don't know. True. Those Wright brothers, they're pretty <laughs> smart too. There were also some odd things done with kites. Yes. Like in 1822, George Pocock used a pair of kites to pull a carriage. That is so cool. I wish I could have seen Which that. I guess might have been an attraction kite. I uh, guess you're right. Maybe. Yeah, because it's pulling something. Maybe. maybe. So instead of horses pulling your carriage, I just... How about a kite? I just... just some kites. You know, put up. <laughs> Hitched up a couple of kites. <laughs> Hitched up some kites. Come on, Bessie. Come on. Penny the and kite. <laughs> Penny the kite. You know, that wasn't the only time either because oh, then no. um, much uh, more recently, back in like even the 1980s, uh, over in New Zealand, they did it again. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. It's so they can be pulled over. Oh, somebody in 1999 pulled a uh, a sled in the North Pole with a kite. Oh, that's so cool. That's pretty. That's pretty fun. Yeah, give those, give those dogs a break. That's right. <laughs> Again, hitch up the mush, mush kite. Hitch up the kite. 
Oh, uh, what's some other interesting things that we found about kites? Um, oh, well, we didn't talk about traditional kites, which oh, okay. are made um, when they're made out of like natural materials uh, from other countries. In fact, there is a Korean kite. It's the most popular in Korea. It's called a shield kite. And it's, you would know a lot about this. I, yeah, well, my grandma was telling me about it, and she said that sometime we can try, maybe we can make one. Or really? something similar. There, It might be hard to get some of the um, stuff that it's made out of. The traditional... Yeah, the traditional... Um, elements? Yeah. Or what? Materials? Yes, Materials. that's the word. Okay. Um, yeah, because they're made out of bamboo sticks, five bamboo sticks covered with um, a Korean mulberry paper. Yeah, probably. And that might be hard to get our hands on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't sell it at the local uh, Joanne Fabrics. Yeah, but it's cool. So they're called a shield kite. And actually, the Korean word for that is bongpeyong. Wow, that was really well done. <laughs> Thank you. That was really cool sounding. I can't do it really well, but that's what that my grandma oh. told me that's what it was. And that's kind of how you say it. So bongpeyong. It, it's a shield kite, huh? Shield kite. Oh, yeah. wow. Cool. And it's really sturdy. Oh. Yeah, which is why it's popular, because it's, well, yeah. not indestructible, but pretty sturdy. And then, let's see, there's also... Um, Oh, well, Micronesian people use leaf kites to carry bait far out over the water when they're fishing. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, instead of almost, almost then it becomes almost like a, like a fishing pole. I mean, it's carrying the bait out to the water. Yeah, I guess. I'm not sure how they get the fish back. Yeah. Unless well, like maybe, they just, pull connected. maybe, maybe. they just pulled the kite back in. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? That, that's but, kind of a cool way to fish. Yeah. Um, you know, this is, this one struck me kind of funny. Which one? Uh, well, there was reportedly a thief oh, yeah. <laughs> that used a kite to fly himself to the top of, um, how do you say that Na- one? Nagoya? N- yeah, I'm not really Nagoya? sure that is. N- Nagoya Castle. I'm not really sure what country that's in. I guess we should have looked that up. We should have looked that up. But he he used it to fly himself up there to steal stuff. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. That's very but, creative and also very bad. But when I Puppet think about it, don't get any ideas because just, that's a very bad it idea. It looks funny to see this man attached <laughs> to a kite flying up to this castle. I wonder castle. how he got out. Did he did he steal a bunch of stuff and then try to fly back out with the kite? Or I don't did know, he run out the door? If he stole a bunch of stuff, he was probably heavier. Yeah, I would think so. He's like, oh, I didn't think that out. I didn't think <laughs> out my exit. <laughs> and he's just sinking right in front of the guards. Oh, and then he gets <laughs> put into jail. Serves them right. Bad to steal. You can't steal things. Don't steal. Yep. So there's a little tidbit about kites. Oh, there were so many things. I like kites. Me too. We should go fly one again soon here. We should. On a nice breezy day. Yep. It's supposed to be pretty nice this coming week. Yeah, it is. We should talk to our parents and see if we can go kite flying. Yeah, go to a nice open park. Before April is over. Yeah. Do you want to, should we do our verse of the day now? We should. Okay. Um, it's in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 19a. Okay. It says, we have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul. And now you might be wondering why we picked that verse. Yeah, because you might be first being like, well, what is, what are they talking about? What is the sure and steadfast anchor of the soul? Well, the whole passage, if you read it, is talking about God's promise. The promise of Jesus and his um, saving power to save us from our sin. Yes. And uh, even the promise that he 
promised Abraham way back about how he would he would make a way. Yep. So and, and then this is usually yeah. thought of as a nautical type anchor. Like when you think of anchor, you think, oh, a ship holding a ship in place. But we thought it might kind of apply to kites too, because you have to be that anchor when you're flying a kite. You hang on to the string so that it doesn't go everywhere and anywhere because if you let go of that string then it'll fly for a little while it'll fly away from you and then but then it'll crash because it needs um kind of it needs like that pull on it that steadying yep pull to really really take off and fly well and um and just like a ship needs an anchor to keep it steady and in one place and a kite needs that too we need that we need Jesus Christ to be our steadfast anchor in our lives, or we'll just float all over the place and yeah, crash. And crash, yeah. Not a good ending. That is a horrible ending. Right. So there you go, puppet posters. Let Christ Jesus be your anchor, a steadfast anchor of your life. And the next time you go fly a kite, you can think about that. Yeah. That's kind of a cool little little picture. Yeah. I like that. You can think about how maybe you are... You are the kite. You're up in the air. You're soaring around. You're Flying checking out all Jesus. this cool stuff. And at the very end, holding holding on to make sure you don't go crazy and crash is Jesus. Yeah. That's only if you actually know him, though. That's true. Because if you don't, then you will crash. Yep. You need to ask him to forgive you of your sins and, and make him the Lord and Savior of your life. Yes. Good words, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you. Should we tell some jokes? Yes, we should. I love a good joke to give the funny bone a poke. Me and Mac Max are riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. I love a good joke. You have a joke for me? I do. Good. You want to hear a knock-knock <gasps> joke? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Okay, I'm ready. Knock-knock. Who's there? Stopwatch. Stopwatch you. Stop what you're doing and open the door. <laughs> I'm just waiting out okay, here. Okay, okay. I love a good joke. We'll laugh from Peter Roanoke. The eight backpacks are riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. I love a good joke. I have a question for you, Stephen. All right. It's a very, very important question. I'll, I'll think hard about this. Okay. How does a cucumber become a pickle? Well, I think there's some spices involved and it goes through a jarring experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's a serious. I love a good joke. <laughs> a jarring experience. <laughs> oh. I love pickles. I do too. I love pickles and I like kites and We could have a pickle kite party. <laughs> Yeah, we pack up the kites and the pickles, and we go on a picnic and a we pickle f- picnic, a pickle picnic, and we fly our kites. That sounds awesome. Let's do it. Okay, Papa Podsters, if you want to talk to us about kites or whatever else you want to talk to us about, but we would love also to hear about your. Maybe you have never flown a kite. <gasps> we would love yes. to hear about that, so we can encourage you to try it or whatever. Yeah, just let us know how your first experience of kite flying went. Yeah. Or maybe you're a professional kite flyer. Ooh, yeah, maybe that you fly cool stunt kites. <laughs> we would love to hear about all oh, your yeah. swirly whirls or whatever yep. it was. Swirly news. Swirly news. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I bet swirly whirls another one. That is probably zippity doos too, also. Definitely. 
So we want to hear about all of those. Um, but you can email us at stephenlydiasing at yahoo.com. Or you can tweet us at Stephen Lydia. You can tweet us a picture of you flying your kite. Yeah. That would be lovely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you can visit our website at ghhinc.org and check out our schedule, see where we're going to be. Maybe we're going to be near you. And you can come and see us. That would be really great. We would love to see you or see you again or meet you. Yeah. Stop by over and stop by over. <laughs> stop by over <laughs> and say hi <laughs> to the, the stage, and, y'all. <laughs> Um. Uh, oh, Facebook page. Yeah, you yeah. You can like us. The God's Facebook. Helping Hands Facebook page. Yes, yep. Definitely. You could also um, subscribe on iTunes if you haven't yet. That way it'll be there for you every Friday. Yeah. Yep. And you can definitely tune in next time. Because this has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production. <laughs>